Yesterday, I gave some overall mindset advice to people just getting started in door-to-door, or maybe people that have been in here for a long time, but I had a lot of people asking, okay, what are some specifics we can give to actually be successful on the doors? So here is a specific framework you can use to be successful on the doors. The great irony of life is this. We all want a life we love and more time with the ones we love, but our job, the very thing that's supposed to be the financial vehicle to provide that freedom is the very thing that chains us down. Do you think you have what it takes to rise above yourself? Are you ready to start transforming your dreams into reality? If so, I'm Cody Teal. Welcome to the Finding Freedom Podcast, a tribe of dreamers and doers, rebels and fighters that are here to prove to the world you can have your cake and eat it too. Hey, what's up? Talking to you from Nashville, Tennessee today. First time ever in the city, and it's it's pretty sweet. Um, looking out the window of my hotel, and um, anyway, like the culture here is is just around music, and everything's pretty sweet. Uh, but anyway, the, yesterday I gave a more of a mindset motivation thing on door to door. What makes it from a a like motivation or or why perspective? What makes someone successful in the doors? But that's not something specific, right? I, I can talk about you got to have your you know, strong, work hard and communicate and all this stuff all day long. But what are the tactics? What are the specific strategies that help with door to door? So today, um, again, I don't want to give something hyper specific, but I do want to talk about a t- like two specific tactics that can help you be successful on the doors. All right. So number one, first tact. Well, like, let me like, let, let's start with a story here, actually, before I go into this, because help you help you remember better. That's again, a key selling technique is tell us stories. People remember them better instead of just go into the specifics. Um, and so I catch myself because I'm more of a tactical person, but I also have to like remember the value of stories. So that's like me being real with you here. But to talk about the, the like, think about anytime you're being sold something. Think about when someone approaches you that you don't know, that you know has a product or service they're trying to get you to buy, right? Your guard always goes up. That's natural with everyone, right? For me, like the worst situation for me is when I'm walking in the mall and there's like the dead salt sea person. Um, like they, they have like the lotions or whatever and they want to like touch your hands. I'm like, don't touch me, go and stay away from me. You know, like I get so on guard with those people, but they have a kiosk there and they're obviously successful because they have a guy with that funny accent that that women are really want to approach and just have their hands touched by this handsome looking guy and you know like that's anyway but uh i i digress you need to think about that perspective from a buyer's perspective because it's the same perspective people have when you knock on their door so have a little bit of empathy for the person that that's on the other side of the door i know we want to say hey they're rude they're mean i'm just trying to help but like come on, like you are the same way when someone approaches you to buy a product or service. And so more important than the words you say, more important than the product you have, more important than any of that is you have to get past that fight or flight mode that person is in, right? Because they're, they're doing their business, like they're, they're at home cooking, they're playing with their kids, they're, they're probably just sitting, or, or most li- more likely than not, they're sitting on the TV watching television, not doing jack with their life, right? But because you knocked on their door, all of a sudden, what they were doing was more important than talking to you because they don't want to buy from you. They don't trust you. There's, there's no 
like anything that they care about you, right? They just care about their bag of potato chips and the old rerun rerun they've watched like 30 times because that's like all their life is. <laughs> it's really sad, but that's actually, actually reality. So how do you like talk with that person and how do you like get them to engage with you? The first key skill every do- good door knocker has is breaking preoccupation, right? Getting this person's mind to literally shut off from what they're doing to what the converse, the conversation you're having. All right. So I'm going to do an exercise with you right now. Banana throw up, banana throw up. Have you ever put those two words together? Most likely not, <laughs> but because I said them and because you were listening to this podcast in your mind, an image of banana throw up came into your head, even though you may have never had those two things together. I personally have, um, when I was young and swimming with my friends, I had a banana too early and I was working out too hard and I threw up all over the deck. Uh, it was gross and it was banana, but now there's a really good image in your head of banana throw up, but our minds and brains intake anything, our environment, irregardless of us not wanting it. Right? Like when you're, when you're driving down the street and like, all you see something cor- flash out the corner of your eye, like you're automatically going to turn, right? And so you have to understand that people, when you knock on the door, like unless there's a lot of self control from that person, they're going to come answer that door and they're going to engage because just out of sheer curiosity. Now, some people just don't answer the door with like re- or uh, with uh, video doorbells that's changing, right? But just out of sheer curiosity, they're going to at least come engage, right? And so what that means is is you have a chance, and so. Your chance is getting them to switch their brain from what they're doing to you. And that's breaking preoccupation. So how do you do that? So it depends on the pitch. When I sold pest control, really simply, we sold in Washington and Washington has these beautiful homes, um, but they also have these wasps that are up in the eaves of the roof. And so literally I'd knock on the door, stand back, and I would just look up at the eave of the house And inevitably, someone would open the door, they would look at me, and I wouldn't look at them, I would just be looking up at the door, up at the eve, and they would kind of be curious, and they would come out of the house, and they'd look up, and they'd see these big old nasty wasps nests, or beehives, or whatever there was up there. And every time, every time there was a wasp nest, sometimes some houses there weren't, so you'd have to do something else, every time, they'd like be like, ew, and they'd get scared. And all of a sudden, what was important, that TV show and bag of potato chips, is pales in comparison to the wasps that are threatening their life. <laughs> or not really threatening their life. They've been there for years. And they don't care. But all of a sudden, they notice them. And they notice that other people notice them. And they don't want them there anymore. And then I can just really simply say, do you want those there anymore? No, I don't. Okay, well, we provide a service that gets rid of them. Does that sound like a fair deal? You know? And... Fair deal, and we move on, you get the sale, and, and life goes on. Really simple stuff. And that, whatever product or service you're selling door to door, there is something like that where you can break their preoccupation. Okay. In solar, the, the famous meter pitch, right? Bring them out to the meter and explain bi directional metering, right? Or a roof pitch, like I with roofers, they talk about how, you know, their roof is old and needs replaced. So let me show, let me grab you my ladder and show you my roof. Security pitch, like every pitch has a break preoccupation. And if you can do that, you have at least 10 to 20 seconds with someone, 
period. End of story. So like a lot of times I talk with door-to-door sales reps, section new ones. They're like, people always tell me I'm not inter- they're not interested. And I'm like, I never get not interested. I just It doesn't happen to me anymore because I get their interest by breaking their preoccupation from the get-go, right? I get them to instantly, whatever they're more interested in, I get them to be more interested in what I'm talking to them about. And that's getting them to move their body, getting them to get to a different part of the house and have a reaction, right? And in, in, in not in like a scary or mean way, just in like, this is your house. Like you, I'm just pointing something out. You should have already known. It's that simple. And if you can do that, then like everything's easy after that. Everything is easy. You won't, you will very seldom if ever, if you're good at this, you should never get not interested. That should never happen in door to door. Never happen. Okay. And again, I know for some people or new people like, how do you do that? Like it takes a lot of practice. I'm not saying this is going to happen overnight, but if you can get them engaged from the get go, break preoccupation, whether that's if your pest control showing them a bug, if that's solar taking around to the house, if you just do that and focus not on the words you say or to the pitch you have, it's just get them to move their bodies not interested will never happen anymore. Okay. The, the, la- the next thing usually go into is like a problem solution. I don't want to focus on that, but I want to focus on the transition because inevitably, inevitably what will happen is people will be like, okay, yeah, I see there's a problem in my house and I need a fix. And that transition from how you ask for a commitment is super, super key. And it has to be really, really smooth. Right. And so for pest control, my transition, was usually like, our, we just have, hopefully we'd have a truck like on the street, but be like, Hey, that's our truck right there. We can come handle this right now. And then we would hand him the, the iPad, right. And have him sign a contract. It was super simple. Hey, there's our truck. And they look up and be like, Oh, like we can handle this right now. Here's the price. Sound fair. You know, super cent transition to get them to move their body again and look to something. So with solar, I do the same thing. I just, but instead of handing my iPad, I just go side. I I'm looking at him usually face to face. And then I'll go show, I'll, I'll sidestep and go shoulder to shoulder with them. So they, we look like friends and I'll say, here's my calendar. Does Thursday or Friday work better for you? And I'll point at my calendar and instantly, instead of thinking like, oh, I don't want to talk to this guy. I don't have time. Their mind's instantly going to think, oh yeah, I do have time on Thursday or Friday. And I do have this problem that I do need solved. And this person seems honest and it's worthwhile having a conversation. And they'll, they'll hit the, they'll hit the thing, hit the like calendar button or whatever, sign up. And we'll, we'll be gravy from there. It's, it's that simple. But if you don't have a smooth transition, people will like edge in and be like, hell, I'm not interested or I'm busy. They'll find an excuse, right? But if you just go very seamlessly into, hey, your electric bill's high. We're here to solve that problem. This Thursday or Friday work better for you so we can actually have a sit down and go over this. Not making decisions today, just figuring out a time. You know, just doing that, so simple so easy and people respond very, very well, but it does take practice. So those are some, so the breaking preoccupation and making a seamless transition to a commitment. If you do those two things, like your door pitch is going to be amazingly, like so much better. And they're very, very simple things, but you have to do them over and over again to get very, very good at it and very seamless at it. So you can be in control of that conversation, but also you're giving the homeowner choices. So they feel like they're in control. So use those tactics. Let me know how it goes. Like if, if that helps you, again, I just trained a group and they went out and did it and it worked really well. So use those tactics. If you want more specifics, feel free to DM me on Facebook or, or Twitter, Twitter or like LinkedIn. Facebook and LinkedIn are probably the best too. But 
it is possibly successful. You do have to, again, like my last podcast, you should go back and listen to it. You do have to put the hours in. You do have to work. Um, but if you find a good mentor that can teach you these tactics, I didn't make these up on my own. I've obviously honed them, but I, I learned from a mentor that taught me all this, right? This is common knowledge among, among door-to-door professionals. Um, if you find a mentor, it's going to be so much faster. Your learning process is going to be so much faster. So share this. Um, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, subscribe to the Dang Podcast. And uh, share it with others, especially those that are struggling with the specific things we're going over. Because that's where I get this content is people reach out to me because they're struggling with these things. So I create content for, for those type of people. So have a good one and we'll chat with you guys later.